There is no phone ringing, damn it! What the hell are you talking about? You know what the hell she's talking about? Now, what in hell am I going to tell this boy Shaver's parents? That a substitute nurse assassinated him because she couldn't tell the doctors from the patients on the floor? My God! Okay. You let a woman beat ya. You little tiny nothing. Why did you move closer to me? Closer to Don't, you. Bob. Uh-uh. His name was Jeremiah Johnson. Norma Ray has been working since she was 16. And Jeff Goldblum is the psycho freak who's everywhere the action is. That's outrageous! You try one more goddamn stunt and I'll light up the fucking sky! I'd rather die running than be left here alone. Okay, but remember, serpentine! Absolutely. What a guy. You can fuck the lilies and the roses too. A decade under the influence. No rules, no limits. No wonder these filmmakers changed our world. Contact is the answer. Is the moment where, where everything, everything has like one part of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was we just to shut this off and watch episodes of Three, Two, One Content. Yeah, yeah, we do. I was just adding that like like now depth it's, to it. It's, it's like that sea shanty thing that's happening. Sea right shanty, now. yeah. Oh my I know God. you've seen it. No, oh, I haven't. Made me think of um, the witch lady, sea hag. From Popeye. <laughs> made you think because we're because we're, we're reviewing a Robert Altman film, and the guy who played Wimpy is in this. The dad, uh, when a baby is like overtired or overstimulated, like oh, you guys are freaking out, is like when I went to the bathroom right after we shut this movie off. I was like, ah, because this movie, forty-eight characters, the camera's going oh, woo woo woo. Seriously, there's some overstimulation. <laughs> there's a little yeah. bit of I feel a little bit of exhaustion just from like watching that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Also, <laughs> there are scenes I don't know why they're in here. Yeah, that, that was the one I was just thinking of. When she stands in front of the topless picture, and she also was topless. Yeah. And even her character. I was, at first, I'm like, oh, you know, don't shame this person. That's slut shaming. Don't do that. But then I'm like, well, something's wrong with this woman's character right? in the movie. And they're not explaining what's wrong. Just, that was a bizarre scene. I wrote down weed because I wanted to mention I really liked. That scene that just showed them yes. smoking pot in front of the greenhouse. Because that's like, where I wanted to be. Yeah. They just, <laughs> At this wedding, that's where I wanted to be. I was like, let's go out there with them. Let's go get And the line high. was really funny. You want a cigarette or you want to see Jesus or something? <laughs> <laughs> it was neat. And she just starts singing the song. And when yeah, I, which is like, is that is that a Leonard Cohen song? It's like, I feel like. Oh, I, no. Oh, possibly. I only because he did McCabe and Mrs. Miller, and that was Leonard Cohen. That's true. I only heard little bits of it because you know, of course, we were talking over it. They only do three lines of it. But there's like part of it that reminded me of a Leonard Cohen song, but I can't think of the name of the fucking Leonard Cohen song. Wait, do you mean the religious song? No, God, no, no, the one that they're singing. Like she's singing. Oh, she's singing with the harp. Gotcha. I don't know. But that was another Robert Altman film that had the soundtrack by Leonard Cohen. Right. McCabe and Mrs. Miller, so quite damn possibly. That's interesting. I wouldn't have caught that. Good catch, maybe. Again, I think I'm missing your lifelong fucking birthmark, but you just hurt yourself recently. Yeah, I can't work on a car without fucking cutting myself really badly, generally. And that's how we feel about the wedding. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you all think of this movie? Put your phones down. Well, I was just trying to see... Phones? I'm not on a phone. We're, no, which means we're not, what, talking about you. Talking about the person that has their phone. phone. 
I know, but... I wonder why there was confusion about that. No, um, but it's like phones in general. Everybody put their phones down. Who, whoever has one. <laughs> I was trying to look up to see if that was Leonard Cohen or I'm gonna not. I'm going to pick up... It might take a little bit longer and like... Let's... Yeah, well, it, it, this movie actually doesn't come up really easily on IMDb either. It's, all I have to do is touch my phone and it'll come right up. Quiet. Well, you could look it up then. I don't want to. I fucking hate Leonard fucking Cohen. So... Okay. I liked this movie, but it is too busy. I just busy. went to IMDb. My, oh, no, you're right. It's not there. My fucking brain is, like, a little dizzy still after watching is. this. Like, there's so many scenes and so many characters and so much going on. You get almost no depth on any of them, but enough to like or hate a lot of them. Hmm. Um, so that's really fun. I don't connect with anyone in this film. There's like no character who I feel what? like. Oh, I understand. Carol Burnett. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't even really connect with Carol Burnett. I like, connect with her. She's being entertaining to watch. Awesome. And, yeah, and it doesn't... she's of course funny. Like she's she's just she's never gonna not be funny. Right. Exactly. <laughs> she's a great character in this film. But like. Yeah. Do you want your answer? Yes. Yes, it's Leonard Cohen. Yes. Well, I think so. I just mentioned Leonard Cohen. I stopped looking at it because I hate Leonard Cohen. <laughs> Bird on a Wire. Leonard yeah. Cohen. Yeah, that's it. It's also a movie star. Oh, the song I was oh, thinking of is Beautiful Dreamer. That's funny. <laughs> Beautiful Dreamer. So this director I love loves Leonard Cohen. Do I let it slide? <laughs> it's fine. It's allowed. You can like Leonard Cohen. I love you and you like Leonard Cohen. You don't. <laughs> I like Leonard Cohen. I just... Like don't know that you've been exposed to the right Leonard Cohen. Really. Yeah, let's, let's watch Natural Born Killers. It's true. Those Leonard Cohen no, songs. I'm the one that owns the laser disc of it. Yes, I've been exposed. And I was really good friends with Stu Albert, who played me Leonard Cohen, and I hated every second of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, but all of this is tearing me apart. Yeah, no, I've heard it. I just, the... Oh, what I like about Leonard Cohen is oh, the songwriting. Yeah, I just like don't get it. Poetry, I mean, you all like soccer, and I don't general, get that either. Really good. Yeah. No, I don't have to get it. No, it's not. It's it's not a have to. Mm-hmm. You like punk rock, and I'm just like. Oh. Uh, that's not true. You're punk as fuck. Uh, <laughs> I want to think of a character that I like. It's not that you don't characters. like characters in this. I mean, there's there's. Well, you you don't you I don't like agree them. with them morally, and that's fine. I still think a lot a lot of people did a, a good job, and I like this movie. You yeah, know, you I like just this don't movie. connect with them. There's like not an yeah, identifiable well, character. Well, that's what I'm trying just to. Like they're not. They're, you don't get enough. Oh, you enough, connect with Paul Dooley. You don't get enough depth of anybody to really relate. To I them. would say I connect with the Paul dad? Dooley. I understand his motivation. I understand <laughs> when he's upset and why he's upset. He's playing a perfect dad. He did, he's upset he paid $20,000. I, I get it. I connect with him. I see him as like like someone's dad who I, I've met. Yeah, and yeah, I've met a that. billion dads like that, so I connect. I've been standing next to some also, dad like that. Also, I have never met anyone who spent $20,000 on a wedding. Well, you weren't at a wedding in 1978, and it might have been... Because that's, what, $40,000 now. Yeah, I've never met anyone who spent $40,000. Oh, I thought you were saying it's cheap because no, it sounded cheap to no, me. No, that's all. an extraordinary amount of money. Oh, that sounded light for me. Weddings that's like cost a down it's payment not... on a fucking house. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but weddings cost a lot no, of I money. No, I understand that people spend a shit ton on them, and I don't know anyone who's Some ever people, spent over like five, six thousand dollars Some do. They spend all they have on one of their parents. The dad is supposed to pay. There's so many weird traditions involved in weddings, and they all go 
crazy. So I like that he chose this for a movie. Yeah. And then it was just on like a like, you know, he was getting interviewed and someone said some shit and then he said some sassy shit and then was like, hmm, I should fucking <laughs> film a wedding because they're they're crazy. What happens in a wedding? Yeah. And the yes. Catholic Church, you got the bishop and like the fucking fancy vestibules, yeah. the robes and shit. Yeah, it's it is wild, like all the layers that are in this. I mean, layers upon layers upon layers. The guy being an immigrant, the grandma being a racist, they're being. What like, about the fucking cool lady, the socialist lady? The so- well, is she? Is she? Is she does she even understand what that is? She's oh, more than like, us. Because this is she was old a rich back then. Who's just sort of larping? She's all like your your illegal immigrants. That's your negative rose colored glasses. I choose I don't to know. believe when she, when she, she said illegal immigrants. AF. I was like, okay, she did. Yes, she did. She's like, you just want to employ more illegal immigrants in your no, factories. No, I think she but, was, yeah, and not pay them. I, I think she was just ribbing her. I but. took that as a like solidarity thing. Yeah, yeah but she po- she she pointed she called those people fascists earlier. She was like, "You want to employ more fascists? You have three hundred fascists who escaped a dictator." Blah 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 blah. And I was like, "What? Why yeah, you just they? don't get it. Keep watching. Just keep watching. What am I gonna watch? <laughs> Something you say. Let's let's, just keep watching. You don't get it. We're gonna re-edit this film just to her scenes. And and you ruined uh, Exorcist for me. Remember? How did I ruin Exorcist? There's just that scene where he throws the glass down and he was like, "You fucking Nazi!" And I thought he was being all political, but it's because the guy was German or something. (laughs) I was like, "No, (laughs) he's just Nazi." (laughs) Thought he was just, you know. (laughs) <laughs> you're, you're a fascist because you're a fascist he's like anti-fascist but he was just drunk he's just drunk and the guy was German <laughs> <laughs> he's, no, maybe he's anti-fascist I'm, now that it's been a while since I've seen it it's like the dialogue isn't crystal crystal clear yeah he's turned into an anti-fascist and before. like he calls him a Nazi and the guy's just like a, a, a butler who's maybe. German maybe keep watching keep watching <laughs> <laughs> keep coming back yeah, just keep coming back. It works if you work it. So work it, you're worth it. In that same podcast, I listened to a bike on the bike over here. She uh, she works all the time, Whitney Cummings, and she went to a whatever the working uh, addiction is, like work too much, anonymous. Oh, okay. And they changed that at the end because it works if you are you know it works. If keep you coming work back. It. it works if you work it, and it doesn't work for working addicts. <laughs> if you're addicted to working all the time, so they had to change the line. <laughs> Keep coming back. We like you here. Yeah, you don't have to <laughs> take it easy sometimes. <laughs> Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> oh man! So I don't know. We, it was weird. what you, else you to say about this movie? Parallel gay scenes in this. Well, the one scene wasn't gay. Uh, yeah, yeah, agreed. They were, but I mean, it's, they it's, said that in like, like the a, documentary, the little snippets, only twenty one minutes. Right, it's, it's, but it's it's tipping your hat to like is that she you just has like this experience seeing. with this lady kissing her, and she's like, I love that. I was talking like, about the shower scene. No, I know, but then like okay. she's like, oh, and she's all flustered, and she goes in there to get Dino or whatever, and then like that guy is like mouth on his cock, like trying to get him to stand up straight. Uh, and he's not, he's not actually doing anything he's sexual me, yeah. with him. He's just trying to give him up in the shower. But he's like... But it's that character, too. The guy who played the guy... The guy who played the guy. The guy <laughs> from the paper chase. It's just everything I've seen him in, there's always that, like, gay subtext. I think it's because he's got a the actor high, like... 
Maybe. The way he talks is, oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> 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 also what we were doing when we watched Three Musketeers. <laughs> 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 I prance away. <laughs> But you you like this movie? I do like this movie. Like it's not going to score super high for me, but like generally this movie is entertaining. Um, the, the its depth is interesting. Um, it also doesn't shy like, away from a lot of like like family secrets, which I really like. It's like it you know it's it's finding those and pointing them out and calling out the inconsistencies. Yeah, and it's um, a good seventies movie for that. Like, yeah. let's take a look at it, a real hard look at it's it. It's also and what's interesting going on to underneath. See an Altman film like this, where everything is in one room ha- or one house happening, basically. Pretty much, Cause based like, on a play. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of a lot of his things are so disparate, and they're like it's like a whirlwind that comes together in the in the eye of the storm yeah. at, at some point in the film, and this one's all happening in one place. So like. All that busy Ooh. shit that's happening is happening over the top of itself, um, and so that was that's a that was a different thing to see, and I liked it. It's not as good as Nashville for you. Ah, that's interesting. No, I think I like Nashville more. Um, Me too. I I like Three Women a lot, but I mean, who knows how we're gonna feel after we've watched Three Women? <laughs> Exhausted. The way it's I mean, written. I think, I think it does capture the feel of a wedding, like. And especially like a wedding that you you don't know the people at. You're just like at right. the wedding, like observing these families. Like maybe you're a guest or a distant cousin or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Are we supposed to be the guy who shows up and is the first guy who comes through the reception line? <laughs> I wonder if that's the character that we're supposed to see all this through. Like, I don't know any of these people. <laughs> now... It's weird that the people were, like, guarding the paintings. That was a little weird. But also, like, the walkie-talkie people, did they work for the venue? Were they hired by the Italian guy? They were guy? hired by the Italian guy. Okay, that makes a little... That Remember, tries. because they, uh, after they beat up the, the, but, the brother... Oh, so it's supposed to be... Does he come from, like, a, a possible mafia family or something? I don't on? think so. Okay. I don't think so. I think that... But why was there that type of security? Why did you need security? They never did explain like what his like weird story was because at the end he was like, I don't know who I am anymore. I feel like I did my <laughs> I my twenty two years of like, service. Yeah, like I I played this role. Oh my gosh! And you know now now I'm out. Deal's done. Yeah, I and don't... then left. Well, <laughs> and he he says a whole bunch to her. In Italian, that probably explained a lot of this. <laughs> but you don't get it. <laughs> We're not allowed We're not, to know what that is. I mean, maybe this is where the director leans back and is like, "If you weren't so lazy, and maybe if you had some Italian friends, or that's one of the messages. Yeah, learn a yeah, second learn language. Learn a fucking second language or third. God damn it! Why do I gotta fucking spoon feed my art to you? Well, and the, the guy <laughs> speaking Italian. Say- Google goes, Translate, where you like, oh yeah, put the phone up to the. Well, yeah. that would be funny. What we get out of that? <laughs> oh, we could might try give that. you the gist, maybe. Maybe give you the gist. <laughs> but she, the guy speaking Italian, she's like, I don't understand Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. They did a lot of white entitlement, really fucking good in this yeah. film. Like a lot of those scenes and. We're just like well, and like understanding that like your relatives are racist. We just we talked about that, right? You L- nails L- on chalkboard moments where you're just like, oh. 
That's fun. So there's even a teeny bit of Weekend at Bernie's in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) There there was. Mm -hmm. Don't tell him that she's dead. Five fucking times. Oh, Oh, you got some ash on Inappropriate. (sighs) But it's also like, that's good. Let's look at it. Doctors are fucking creepers. Seriously. And they've done some work. Our society has done some work on that. (laughs) Well, and it's like, it's funny because like, I don't know if at the time it was being called out as like a creeper thing or if it was a comedy side plot or what. Well, I choose to it does believe seem like it's it would come supposed out. to be a humorous thing. Oh, I thought it was supposed to come out. I mean, maybe it's just where you're at in your head. I thought it was saying a creeper thing. Sometimes See, they're letting you decide and sometimes they're like forcing you. A lot of 70s yeah. movies sit back, but... Um, it's funny because it's I It's def- definitely a creeper thing to me and, and to us. Same. Yeah, but at and the same time, when it were, like, with astigmatism or whatever, with doctors, that like that's yeah. how that's how it is. Well, definitely under today's like light uh, over some some major scandals that have come out. Like, yeah, I just I was in fucking San Francisco, and we borrowed these bikes and we rode all down these hills. And I'm lucky I didn't fucking die. <laughs> and I went to this fucking park with um these these cool ladies from this band. It's me and like thirty lesbians. Okay, and I ended up talking about my dad or something, and my dad was uh, a gynecologist obstetrician, and they're like, "There's no such thing as a good male obstetrician," and I was like, "Not only is there such thing as a good male obstetrician, there's such things as a bad female obstetrician." Like, he was a gay obstetrician. He never, he ne- he believed in what he did as a vocation, the miracle of childbirth, and he never would have inappropriately touched any boobs. You know, so it's like. <laughs> But I understand maybe, you know, to just be like, let's cut all that out. And like, you know, now a lot of times, you know, do you want a female doctor if you're female? You know? Right. Hell yeah. You know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I understand it. And I understand how back then that it's like, I can get away does, with this because I went to medical school or something. It's like, I, I think the reason it lands as a gag for me is that um, they don't. They don't show you the emotional consequences to the characters. Yeah. Oh, nobody. They give you like a brief, like, you know, reaction shot, but that can also be taken as like part of the gag, like. Mm. And I'd love to disagree, but I think I agree. It's not like it's not making him out to be a good guy or that it's acceptable. It's just like it's more like a comedy sketch. Yeah. And like. Which is weird. We don't we don't get that like. You know, like in reality, obviously, if that happens to someone, like they're gonna, you know, leave the room and have a private moment of or like something. emotional but you know, reaction crisis about it. Right. In the same movie, like we watched, you were that. doing something else, but we watched Carol Burnett's when the guy's hitting on her and she's saying no, 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 and then she's like getting these like dry heaves and she feels like she's going to throw up. That was all done really well. But then it turns around that she's interested in it. Yeah. But then at the very end she isn't. Is like caught up in she the wedding. She is still interested. No, at the very end she's At says, the very end she absolutely it. is interested, but she, she is racked with guilt because she thinks she's lost her daughter. Oh, no, I thought she was but like, let's like, cancel it. But it, it, she so was. It was a real yeah. pure reaction of like, I'm saying no. And this guy's saying that he loves me and I don't know you for shit. We're well enough to expect that. It was out of the blue. So I thought that reaction was really good. Right. But then it's suddenly like, she's into it. It was weird. Yeah. Well, okay. It's like that, that like broken record rape narrative. Like, you know, if you but just she acted it really if you well. just keep broken record pressuring and you know someone 
like sending that message that um, your no isn't respected and like you know you're letting the person know that like them saying no isn't safe then right yeah like what you know what are your options from there and like so a lot of times people will you know try try other responses in order to find a another option or a way out or like you know people you, you start thinking like oh okay this isn't a situation where I get to say no, like the result is going to be violence. So like, how can I manipulate my way out of the situation? But in the movies, the the way that they portray the broken record rape is that the person sincerely changes their mind. It's a complete male fantasy, of course. Right. Although, I mean, yes to all of that. The one thing I would say in this movie is that she definitely seems interested oh, in the, the attention, attention and like i got that but again is really you, you missed that one scene so maybe if you had seen yeah that's that. true that's true because it's this like what do you like why saw her going or, upstairs yeah. to, to throw up but even yeah, that, okay i could be okay. like maybe maybe it's striking a chord for her where she's like i don't want to do this because i feel like i, I don't want to cheat on my husband but at the same time like Wow, it's nice to get this attention, and this person is fawning over me, and blah blah blah. But at this, but yeah. the way and he I, was doing it was super fucking gross, and <laughs> yeah, I think I just I just think that 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 turnaround is more. It's male more just like male things. fantasy. Yeah. It's that wouldn't actually yeah, happen. I, I totally agree. <laughs> it's weird because uh, it's just it's weird because I used to watch the Carol Burnett show as a kid, and like how sexual assault was explained to me. As a kid, it took me a long time to, to get. I mean, I'm just saying, as a little kid, it was making me think of that fucking Oingo Boingo song that I loved, and my, my father is <laughs> trying to, to explain that to me, and I didn't get it. But because um, Carol Burnett, the actress, was a survivor mm-hmm. of that shit, and I remember oh, when I it came know. out in the early 80s, and because she's talking about it and vocal about it, and I was just kind of, you know, I was like 10 years old, and like, my my mother or my father was trying to explain it to me, so I have that memory of her being a survivor. So it was like thinking about that a little bit, the way she was playing that scene. It was just bizarre. Right. Oh wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. Hmm. That's really interesting. Yeah, it was something where it was like a fan or something too, not a good oh, star. God. <sighs> There's a lot of like yuck in this that s- stands up as as like pretty accurate pr- pretty well done as far as like how people invade each other's boundaries and and whatnot um so i thought that was done i mean i, th- I think a lot of the interpersonal stuff that he that, that's in the done room of this, mirrors jesus christ oh fuck <laughs> i think it's just generally done pretty well throughout this film yeah dennis christopher was there a character you could identify with no no, there's not. I identified with him when he was like, they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> there were a couple times. It's not. I, I did like that, that he was like, I don't know what you guys are mad about right now, but it's the wrong fucking thing. Yeah. And the writing was, was, was strong in a lot of parts. A lot of times when you have a lot of this like extra dialogue or a bunch of people talking at once, some of it is like state, not staged, but it's improv in a way that just sounds like, oh, that could have been written tight. And in this movie, it feels real tight. It does. So you had four people writing, and they were all writing a few characters. 
And he's trying to push the envelope. If you have 24 and he's trying to do 48 characters. Which is like, wild. Totally wild. I, I, I do wonder how much... Maybe he, he learned. i got to dial it back. Uh, improv in this, though. Because it seems like a movie that you could, like... There's so many characters that you're giving... Li- it seems like he, he could give license to a lot of these people to have... Like a little bit of play with it, like and a lot of conversations about it. Yeah, um, and then because they said they kept having pages handed on the date, like they would have conversations, like you know, my character I feel would do this, or this is how like I I believe instead of like strict, it's like it is written on the page. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you have that. What was that fucking movie I saw? Um, the steal this movie oh, yeah. about Abby Hoffman, and I hated it. And then I was like, what is wrong with this movie? And Stu Albert, who like helped with some of the writing, or they interviewed him for it, was like, they wanted it to sound authentic, or like, like someone was saying it then. So they took stuff, because I was like, all of this is really tightly written about in the book. Abby Hoffman wrote five books about what was going on in his fucking life. Mm-hmm. And it was just like loosey-goosey dialogue that was all improvised, and it didn't sound tight. And they're like, we want to sound fresh. So like, we, and that. Oh, so they just let it them didn't just... didn't work, you know. It didn't, so I was like, just go to the text. You know? <laughs> tell you, yeah. And where it sounds, you know, you're saying some powerful things, and this all sounded super weak. <laughs> so do not, I do not promote that movie. Sad, sadly. Well, again, fingers crossed. You mean rip it off? Movie. Rip it off. Oh, I love that. Can't wait till we watch that. <laughs> And instead of Ab- Abby Hoffman, his name was Howard Eppes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the guy from the Ritz that we love, the guy Salieri. That's right. F. Murray Abraham. Yeah. He was in that other movie we saw in the Ho- Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, was he in that? Yeah, you loved him in that. I did love him in that, but I didn't even realize that was him. That's you did, because I'm yelling and shaking you that it's him. <laughs> while begging you for a honey bun <laughs> when you had none. <laughs> But now you lovingly provide honey bars. I know. I, I'm just, they're here. Enjoy. Here's your shut the fuck up, Alin. <laughs> We're on a plane and someone told me to, to take my Ritalin and that always gets me so upset. And so I told him to sh- take a shut the fuck up, Alin. <laughs> and the other person was laughing for like five minutes straight at that joke. And I'm surprised we all didn't get thrown off that <laughs> It's that dinky plane that you take from Seattle to here. Oh, yeah. Where you're like, well, suddenly I'm on a propeller plane. Am I in the 1950s? Right. <laughs> and it goes up. You get a Coke. And it goes down. Right. You're it's, like, am I going to die? It's 30 so minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you've been on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so surprised you didn't get kicked off that I plane. Did that one, I, I did that plane from uh, Chicago to Terre Haute. And it was it was like a nightmare. You've been to Terre Haute? What oh, were you yeah. doing in Terre Haute? Oh, my family lives back mm-hmm. there, or live back now. I think the people who are there are dead now. Well, maybe my uncle's still there. But uh, Oh, dear. But, you know, when you get in those tiny planes and they're like, um, you, you have to move to that seat, and you have to move to that seat. And you're like, why do I have to fucking move seats? And they're like, I have to balance this plane out. Oh, and wow. so I'm looking at you and guessing yeah. your weight and moving you around. <laughs> I have not heard that. Oh, yeah. I fucking wild. lived it. It was weird. Uh, do we want to score? <laughs> now you're making me think of uh, you and me on the moped. You want to score? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the, the weight. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what would happen? If I just... <laughs> hey, hey, hey. What would happen if I threw my weight to the side real hard? <laughs> Please don't do that. We would die. <laughs> good question. 
<laughs> I'm glad you asked before you did it. <laughs> I did think about doing it. I know. That's... <laughs> Uh, I would give this a solid seven. I would like to give it an eight, but maybe not. And through our conversation, maybe not. Seven. I like it. Rob Altman movies are—it's a weird thing, or it's like I kind of want to get through them so we don't have to watch anymore. Yeah. But I also like them. I like what he's doing. Yeah, I also think I land on seven and agree with everything you just said. It's a whirlwind. It like. <laughs> Yeah, you feel tossed around by them by the end. Uh, this one in particular. Uh, but it's, a, it's well done. A, it's interesting. A good interracial kiss? A good lesbian kiss? No, there's not a good lesbian kiss. There, there is a lesbian kiss. Yeah. A there good for not, 79. We watched a lot of movies. There's a didn't rapey see sort of like, yeah, I'm kissing like a you. a not consensual oh, I lesbian kiss. That one? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. they liked each other. No. No. She's I like, mean, we're like, I'm really looking at my notes and we're talking. Oh, that's too bad. But not the interracial kiss. You can give me that one. The interracial kiss you're very interested in. And, okay. <laughs> and that lady at the end is like, I want to marry you. Oh, and you. he's like, you don't understand what it's like. Yeah. He's like, no. It's different for me. You think it's like, they wouldn't accept the Italian guy. They did, the yeah. The Italian guy. That's, that was, yeah. This is not going to go well. Yeah, that was all good. I like that. I did too. I thought that was great. So again, even because we're podcasting, you know, maybe we, we missed a lot of the dialogue too. I'm oh, sure we definitely did. we did. It's and the last it. time we watched this movie, oh, we were, man. you know, under the influence. We were enjoying a Robert Altman film. Yeah, the way they're meant to be enjoyed. I had some root beers. <laughs> we went out back to the to the garden, and uh, <laughs> had a cigarette. <laughs> what was the most annoying song ever? And I can't remember. That's good. Oh, that fucking end. Christian song. Yeah. I don't, and the theme from, from all of that from, from here to eternity and like I still there's so many little bits and bobs in here to like pull apart and be like what the fuck just happened with that like I'll tell you what happened you said bits and bobs well like that Christian guy who's sharing that story and there's like it's like a record scratch moment in the fucking movie where he's like oversharing yeah, I've just done absolutely everything and fucked everyone and just and you're like I am enthralled. Tell me more. <laughs> and he's the one who starts the fucking like repetitive Christian Here's song. Here's my downstairs. son. He's the oh the priest. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Whoa! I missed that too. Jesus. I to watch this again. Victor, where are you landing on this? Uh, it's a thumbs up, but it's it's not an enthusiastic one. Well, there you have it. <laughs> uh, that was the wedding. Um. If you are feeling inclined, please uh, give us a rating or review. Um, if you want us to look send at Send us something. Yeah, send us something. Even just reach out and say hi. We'd love it. Um, I would hate it. Dominic would hate it, but whatever. It's fine. Send it to me. Send it on Twitter because it'll come to me that way. If you send it on Facebook, it goes to Dom. So uh, there's your directions for audience. Uh, have a great day and uh, I think by the time you hear Good this night. there's probably going to be a different president so that's something interesting at least yay or it'll be complete hell world and we'll fall into a, another dark age so we'll see you next time hopefully <laughs>